Welcome to the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. This is the place where we help young entrepreneurs and professionals to make, keep, and grow wealth that you can enjoy now and for years to come. I'm your host, Jack Gibson, a serial entrepreneur, founder of multiple seven and eight figure businesses and wealth building strategist. Each week, I'm gonna share my tips, resources, and secrets to help you create a plan and build the life you've dreamed of. Well, welcome back to Indestructible Wealth, and I sincerely hope that all of you listening today had an amazing weekend with your families and celebrated Christmas and stayed safe. A major storm rocked the U.S. this weekend. What happened for us, actually, my parents and my sister were gonna come in on Saturday, and I texted them and said, Guys, if you want to make it, you're going to have to come in on Thursday and be here for four days. And you never know when you're hanging out with your fam for four straight days, all locked up, right, with uh, nowhere to go. But it was amazing. Had a wonderful time, lots of laughs, and everybody got along great. So made up for Thanksgiving, where I was home by myself for two full days with some type of terrible respiratory illness. So I'm I'm really uh, grateful that I was able to uh, be with my family over the holidays, Thanksgiving, and that deal of missing it for the first time of my entire life with my fam was real, it was real tough, but um, certainly made up for it this past weekend. So I, I wish all the best for all of you closing out the rest of this year. And today, you know, I had a, a podcast teed up for you with all my thoughts on what's happened this year in the markets and the economy and where we're headed into 2023 and some of the things that I'm going to be doing that I would suggest you consider doing for yourself. But uh, we'll save that for next week because today I can think of no better topic than this in the season of giving. This is how we've raised our income triple and we've increased our net worth 20x over the last decade. Givers gain. So let's dive in. My hand was shaking and in it, I held a check for $4,500 made out to Lori's place. I felt like Whoopi Goldberg's character in the classic movie Ghost, if you've ever seen this movie, where she had to give a check for $10 million to the nuns on the New York City sidewalk or the bad guys would find her. And the nuns were running a charitable organization, of course, but she just couldn't release her grip on the check. It would just be too life-changing to give it up without a fight. And then Patrick Swayze's character yells, give her the damn check. <laughs> and Whoopi finally ended up releasing her firm grip on it. The sister glassed at the amount and instantly faded on the city sidewalk. Well, here I released my grip on the check, but the maximum dramatic effect I got out of it was the manager looking up at me in a bit of disbelief. You see, a few months prior, our good friends Tony and Katie lost their five-year-old son to a two-year battle with cancer, and their son was born the same day as ours. That could have been us. So not knowing how else we could help besides encouragement and support and love, we made the donation to Lori's Place, which was an organization that was actually founded by a tragedy. And their mission was to help grieving families. So this is a place where families can go to get counseling and to get particularly grief counseling when they've lost a loved one. And this seemed like the perfect place to really dig deep and make our first major charitable donation. You know, and I got to be honest, when I walked out that door, I can honestly say my life, it was never, ever the same. There was simply no going back to the life that I had previously lived. And unknowingly, at that time, I had just made a jump to the second mountain. In his book titled The Second Mountain, David Brooks explains how most of us spend our life on the first mountain, which is the climb for personal success. 
And I'm not saying that that's a negative to chase personal success by any means. In fact, I'm still very hungry for success. And that's why I'm doing this, putting all this work into these podcasts, into this platform and this brand is that, you know, I really want to, I want to grow my own personal success. But at the end of the day, that is rather limited to our own self-serving interests. So the second mountain is what's truly important. It's the climb for fulfillment through giving and blessing others. Now, it certainly does not have to be financial in nature to be on the second mountain. A lot of people donate you know, their time or they, they take on projects of where they could make a lot more money somewhere else, say, but they take on this certain job or project because they really want to give back. They want to make an impact and a difference. But it does typically involve some sort of life-changing event that plucks us off the first mountain and throws us onto the second. And here, we must refocus our purpose to making a difference to the world. Now, to be completely honest, you guys, you know, when you listen to this, you signed up for authenticity from me. And I hope that's what you value about my content. It's not dry, stuffy, boring, and me telling you anything from theory or anything generic in nature. Everything I teach you, I've done myself, unless I have a guest on, of course. <laughs> to be honest, I, I'd say I oscillate between being on the first and the second mountain. You know, I do want to do a lot for the world and people who deserve help, but I'm only human and I often tend to prioritize my own financial needs too. And today, I want to share my thoughts on how giving leads to a wealthy life for you too. Not that gaining should be your motive while giving, but if it makes you feel a little bit less, a little bit more selfless, then why not? So today, being the season of giving, let's dive into my thoughts and some things that we can do to start building your giving muscle. Now, they say that money can't buy happiness, and mo for most things in life, that's true. I did a deep dive on this in a podcast just a few episodes ago, so certainly a great subject worth exploring. But you know, that's only if you have enough to get your day-to-day -day needs covered. For those who don't, money certainly is happiness. And if we go by the narrative that money can't buy happiness, what if I told you that giving away some of your hard-earned cash could? Believe it or not, research has shown that when people give to others, whether in the form of donations to charity or simply buying a gift for a friend, they experience an increase in their own happiness and wealth. So giving benefits both parties through a, it's, I don't think it's very well-named phenomenon, but it's called the giving effect. Now, is giving easy? Absolutely not. Or wouldn't more of us be doing that? If it was easy, my hand wouldn't have been shaken when I gave that big check away, right? It's just like building muscle in the gym. Building muscle and giving are two activities that may seem unrelated, but they actually have a lot in common. Both involve investing time and effort with no immediate reward. Both require consistent focus and dedication over an extended period of time, and both can bring about unexpected rewards through their combined effects. In the gym, building muscle takes hard work, pushing yourself to lift heavier weights, or do more reps than you're used to doing. And over time, this commitment pays off as your muscles grow stronger, right? Well, similarly, giving requires selflessness, donating your money or time without expecting anything in return. And that's why so few people do it. And while it may not feel immediately rewarding, helping others can lead to greater joy down the line when we see how our efforts have made a difference in someone else's life. This past summer, I didn't hit the gym much. You know, we went on five trips, including one with the family and 
My youngest son, Tyler, played in over 40 baseball games, each of which I insisted on attending. And of course, golfing, nice weather, being outdoors, doing something that I enjoy, suddenly appealed to me much more so than the gym. <laughs> oh, wow. Shocking. So when I restarted this fall, I didn't go back to my normal intense routine. I started with a half the intensity. Why? Because my muscles were weaker. I didn't want to go so hard that my legs got so sore. I couldn't sit down. My arms don't work. My shoulders stiffen up. I didn't want to burn myself out and lose the desire to go to the gym at all. And the same is true for your giving muscle. If you haven't been giving, then that muscle is simply extremely weak. So jumping from no giving to, you know, what, what they say, what go back biblically, it says the first 10th of all that you earn or 10% of your income, you know, that may be very hard to stick to. So start smaller and then watch the things that happen in your life. There will be some signs that you're on the right track. And it could simply be the way you feel. Or maybe an unexpected blessing. It could be that you get bailed out of a jam. As these things unfold, you'll naturally want more of it. You'll want to give more. You'll see that you're living better on the 99 and then the 90, 95% and then the 90% eventually that you work up to than you did on the 100%. And you'll see how much you're being blessed. You know, it was about eight years ago, and this is when I really got the sign that I was on the right track. I had hired a new assistant, and she was only with me for a couple months, and she was given a task to buy Pearl Jam tickets at 10 p.m. when they went on sale. Now, for anyone in their 40s, Pearl Jam was by far the most popular band growing up. Anybody listening to this right now is nodding their head in agreement that grew up through a high school in the 90s, and tickets were even back you know, a decade ago were an extreme demand. In fact, they still very much are. Just a couple months ago when I was in Nashville for a, a brand builders conference, which is the company that I work with that helps train me and coach me on how to build this brand successfully, that venue was totally sold out. In fact, I was out trying to scalp tickets and I mean, the only thing I could find were people that were trying to scam me and there were none listed online. So very high demand tickets for a long period of time. And she ended up buying me four tickets for $6,000. Now I thought they were backstage passes in front row seats, but not even close. And what made matters worse, besides not wanting to spend that much on tickets. Now today, I probably wouldn't really bat an eye uh, on that amount. But at that period, we were set to close on our dream home. And our closing was the week of that concert. Now, because we chose to rent out the home that we were in and wait for the market to recover, I wasn't going to get the equity out of that home for the down payment on the next home, the dream home that we were buying. I needed every bit of cash that I could scrounge up. So with a, a heavy heart, I decided to sell those tickets off. The search for a buyer began. And with the demand, I saw how fast those tickets sold out at 10 p.m. on the opening sale night should have been easy, but it was about a week out from the, the concert and my tickets had still not sold. And I kept dropping the price, but apparently there weren't too many other idiots that paid even a fraction of much as I did. No buyers. I'd been holding out and telling my wife because I didn't want to stress her out. Well, okay. That's not true at all. I was really fucking scared to be honest, because anybody who knows my wife 
they can all agree she is sweet, loving, kind, caring. I mean, she's an amazing woman. But I, when I fuck up, I'm scared of her. I do not want to let her down. And so I had to tell her, though, because, well, that's the way relationships work that are successful, right? <laughs> you become honest with each other when you make mistakes. And one day, I got a surprise email just before I was set to tell her. And it, I'll never forget it. It read, your tickets have been lost in shipment. We see you've tried to list them. So instead of issuing replacements, we're going to refund 100% of your money. Think about this, you guys. The one package in my life that I wanted to get lost in shipment, and I've never had any packages get lost in shipment in my 44 years, got lost in shipment. God, the universe, infinite intelligence, whatever your beliefs are, I'm convinced was showing me that if I give and take care of others, he will take care of me because we had just started giving just a few months before the whole story about Lori's place had just happened within the past year of this all taking place. Giving to others can have a positive impact on your mental health as well. Studies show that when people give away some of their hard-earned money, they experience an increase of feelings of happiness and contentment, right? Well, it makes sense. It creates a sense of purpose and satisfaction, which can help to reduce stress levels and, and improve your overall well-being. And it makes you feel like you contribute to the world and makes you feel valued. And giving is the best way to realize that you matter, even among the 8 billion human beings walking the planet today. And I think that's what I felt in a big way when I walked out of that Lori's place handing that check. I felt maybe for the first time in a long time, because we were really going through some struggles those previous few years in our businesses, in our in our personal life. I've I've talked about that in a few podcasts ago of how the 2008 crash kind of toughened us up and how we had to work through multiple adversity in multiple areas of our life. If you haven't heard that episode, it, it's I think it's really impactful for you. But giving that made me feel like I really, truly was making a difference, that I really mattered, that my life had purpose. And this past Sunday, I was in Phoenix to see the new church that my wife and I made a generous donation to. And of, of course, I wanted to be able to golf in December too, although I wasn't that excited about golf because I'd already been off for a month. And, you know, you get a little bit rusty after even a month of not playing something. But the, the primary purpose, honestly, was to go and be a part of and see in the vision uh, of the church and, and where it was at. I got to see firsthand what giving did for the 300 young college-age attendees. They were so happy and excited and energized and fulfilled to have a modern, relevant place to get spiritually nourished. And seeing that makes me want to give more to fixate and to others. So I'm clear on my purpose. I'm going to aggressively grow my income in 2023 so I can give more. To quote myself from one of my previous podcasts, we're building churches, bitches. <laughs> now, if you're offended, just know that both my pastors laughed pretty hard about that. So it can't be that bad. Giving helps build relationships with those you care about and strengthens social ties within communities. You know, from money to old books, from clothes that don't fit anymore to food packets, just give. Give as much as you can. Donating funds or items to charity can also provide a feeling of connection with those less fortunate than ourselves and strengthen social bonds within 
you know, your local community. About five years ago, Southwest Michigan was hit with a flood of the worst intensity in the past century. Conditions had to line up perfectly. Well, that's not really the word, rather imperfectly, where there were fast rising temperatures that melted a lot of snow fast, along with extremely high levels of rain. You're talking like they called this a hundred year flood. And it literally wiped out entire trailer parks sitting along the St. Joseph River. The damage was massive. Even an entire golf course was flooded and had to permanently close. We made individual donations to anyone that we knew affected. We put out posts on social media to say we were open to helping people. And we made a 5,000 matching donation to the Red Cross that year. They were heavily involved in supporting the people that were displaced by the flooding. And they ended up raising over $20,000, which to that point was their largest raise. It was really satisfying to know we had made a difference for, you know, people distressed uh, that were hit with bad luck in our very own community. Giving really provides an opportunity for personal growth by teaching us how to be generous with our resources and our privileges. And this can help us cultivate a mindset of abundance and humility, which in turn leads to improved financial well-being as well as, you know, those increased feelings of happiness and contentment. So this leads me to, I think it's probably my most important point. It's not the amount you give, but that you give. It's about the condition of your heart. It's about the intention behind the initiative. It's about the sacrifice you're making that really matters. My good friend, April, who I, I call her very openly, you're like an annoying little sister, okay? We share an extreme bond of sarcasm together. But I found out just a couple of weeks ago that she gives more to her church each month than I do as a percentage of her income. So even though the amount I give is three times larger, her gift is more generous. Well, what do I mean? Well, I'm giving out of my abundance, whereas she's giving from sacrifice. So here's what I want to challenge you guys to do, okay? I know I can get better. I can get better. I can flex my giving muscle stronger. I can get better. I can get more generous. And I'm going to get better. We can all get better. So I hope the habit of giving helps you make 2023 your best year yet. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to all of you. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys so much. I will see you in 2023. That's a wrap for this episode on the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. If you'd like to dive deeper into your own wealth building strategy, check us out at myindestructiblewealth.com and follow along on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and yes, even TikTok. Send me your questions and your financial challenges, and I promise I'll respond. Also, I'll think you're really awesome if you'll share and leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, remember our mission here is to help you make, keep, and grow wealth you can enjoy now and for years to come.